Hey guys, welcome to another episode this week. This is our second episode, not including the first short little one that we did. Yeah, we're really excited to do this one. As you saw by the title, this one is about fear. fear. We've, well, no, you've been planning this one for a while. Like yeah. You said it to me on the first day we decided to do podcast. I wanted to do fear. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, um, oh my god, we got stuck in the rain today. Oh my gosh. We were at lunch and it started pouring and it's meant to be summer in Melbourne right now, but it's not. Yeah, um, it's like 18 degrees, pouring rain. Not 18, it was... F- oh, sorry. F- like 15. Oh, it was a top of 18. I've got that in my head. It was a top of yeah. 18. Yeah, but it was pouring, like bucketing down. Um, and then we waited for the rain to stop. And then we went outside to tram home because I don't live too far away from the restaurant we were at. And um, it started raining again. Yeah. And it was freezing. Mm-hmm. I had It felt like a Melbourne winter, but yeah. we are currently in, in December. Summer. We're yeah. in summer. Yeah. Anyways. Crazy. <laughs> let's carry on with the podcast. Yeah. Okay. So, fear. Fear. I'll quickly define it for you, for those who don't know the exact definition. Fear is an unpleasant emotion caused by the threat of danger, pain or harm. And it's anticipation or awareness of danger as well. Yeah. So some responses to danger, pain or harm is the fight, flight or freeze mode. I got fawn as well. Oh, I don't know know much about fawn. Yeah. (laughs) So flight, we needed flight to run away from danger. For example, a lot of decades ago, if a tiger was running at us, Mm. even though it probably will eat us and yep. be faster than us. Yeah. We still needed something to tell us to, to get out of there as fast as possible. Um, I have a personal one. Yeah. I actually wrote down. Um, walking by yourself and mm. or like getting the tram with like, I don't want to say druggy, but like a um, strange person. Yeah. And you, you think like, oh, I need to get off this tram or I need to walk faster and look behind me just in case I'm following. Like, I need to get out of here. And you don't even know you're doing it. It's like a natural instinct to yeah. do as well. Yeah. Yeah, so that's flight. Freeze is the inability to move or act against a threat. So if you see a crocodile around the corner, you're probably going to freeze and hide yeah. next to a rock trying to be as quiet as possible and not to move an inch or make a sound. So that's what freeze is for. And then flight is your body's way of facing any perceived threat. A little personal one for that would be like, if I was by myself at home and I hear a noise downstairs, I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> I'm like far out, like grab my phone, grab a weapon, like whatever's, around yeah and just like stay put and be as silent as I can so kind of like breeze and fight at the same time yeah you're ready yeah when your body goes into fight flight or freeze your body will produce adrenaline noradrenaline which is a neurotransmitter 
and increases your blood pressure. And then cortisol. Cortisol interferes with your recalling and processing of memories. So that is why when you are nervous, when you are anxious, you cannot think straight. Mm. It's your cortisol. Blame it on that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Well, our brains are hardwired for fear. It helps us, like, identify and avoid threats to our safety, like brings our blood pressure up and our heart rate increases and actually i searched this up um i literally searched up can you die from fear and (laughs) it said humans can be scared to death like in fact any strong emotion reaction can trigger factual moments of chemicals in our bodies such as like adrenaline it happens rarely but it can happen to anyone like, you can literally be shocked to death. Can that also be, like, do people get heart attacks when they're scared? I think, yeah, no, I think you can. Because I looked at it before. So I feel like I hear all these stories about people like, oh, my God. You know, like, when you're really nervous and, like, it's the saying, like, oh, my God, I feel like I'm about to have a heart attack. Yeah. Because you're so nervous. Extreme fear can actually cause heart attacks, but rarely. Wow. Yeah. Um, that's crazy this pheromone is called fear induced stress cardio mythopathy something like that (laughs) or broken heart syndrome oh my i've heard of that oh is broken heart syndrome the thing that like when an elderly person dies who has a partner they will die shortly after because of the grief of their partner's death. Um, Is that not broken heart syndrome? I just made that up, maybe. Who knows? Oh, okay. Here you go. Ready? Okay, so broken heart syndrome. It's a condition that seems to be more present often in women over 60. And it can be brought on by strong emotions such as like grief, anxiety, stress or anger. It's a romantic notion, but you really can get this from heartache there were more than 6,000 causes in the U.S. every year and patients usually heal within days or weeks without damage to the heart. But it can occur. Where people die. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, overwhelmed hearts, which, like, too much adrenaline in your heart. Yeah, I feel like anxiety has now become like so prevalent in like today's society especially because of lockdown not even like anxiety in general like social anxiety Mm. people have forgotten to interact and communicate with everybody it's crazy i have actually learned better to communicate with people like i'm the opposite with lockdown yep i feel i'm so much more confident maybe what made the change i don't know it's just kind of happened like i used to be i don't want to say a quiet shy kid Mm. but i think i used to have like social difficulties and making new friends and going up to people and saying hi but now me and you were literally on the street (laughs) the other day and i Ask someone, oh, which way is blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, I and th- Without a second thought. Nah. I was like, oh, excuse me, which way was blah, blah, blah. Any point to be in the right direction? Yeah. You've, yeah. 
don't you? And a couple years ago, I would have shit my pants. Yeah. Yeah, but I remember our head of year, we came back after like our, the long period of lockdown and our head of the year was like, it's okay, girls, if you guys forget how to communicate because we've been in lockdown. How long was it? Like two, two years? You could say two years, pretty yeah. much. <laughs> two years of lockdown. That was crazy. 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 I got a quick little fun fact. Ooh. You know when you see someone's leg shaking, right? Yeah. We all do it. Yeah. Your leg shaking, you're fiddling with a pen. Me biting my nails right now. Biting heaps of people biting their nails. It's because it's due to the excess in energy that needs to be released because the body has made it because it thinks that it's in an unsafe environment. But... But I'm literally shaking my leg right now while biting my nails. Yeah. I was not scared today. It's just you have built up energy. Mm. Otherwise, you wouldn't be doing it. Yeah. I wonder what that was for. So whenever you see yourself or someone else doing it, you should be a bit more conscious of why and maybe take a couple deep breaths or... Whatever you need to calm yourself down, which leads to how to deal with fear and stress. Ooh, I didn't think of that. So, got a couple points of how you can do it. We would. That was really at, scary. How at, <laughs> you can do it. At school, we were like, we get, we got given a talk by our psych. I don't know if it was our nurse or our psychologist, but she gave us a few dot points. Um, so some of these are from her, but the normal one, take a couple deep breaths. I know it sounds stupid, but... It actually works, though. It works, but do it. You have to do it in a certain way. You have to exhale, which is breathe out, more than you breathe in. Mm. It helps regulate. And it helps get most of the carbon dioxide out of your body. Mm. So you can also, this is what I do. So I get anxious on planes, right? I do not enjoy flying on planes. So nothing has really worked for me until I found out this trick. And it's a psychology trick where... Say you're anxious about going on a plane because I get anxious because I feel like I'm about to throw up and I hate throwing up. And so I say to myself, come on, throw up. And it actually, I'm like, and then I also say like, give it your best shot. Like try to make me feel as sick as you can. And it shows your brain. It's like your brain goes, oh, why is she encouraging me to do this? It must not be bad then. It must not be harmful that's great then and it makes yourself actually calm down more than saying i'm in a safe place this is so relaxing because your body's like why are you trying to calm me down right now yeah you shouldn't obviously i'm stressed for a reason yeah why are you trying to calm me down you're just confusing yourself so try some reverse psychology on yourself and see how it works (laughs) also talk about it yeah talk about funny yeah it's oh, always 
a great release of stress. Even if you don't feel comfortable talking to someone, talk about it out loud. Write it down. Write something down that is stressing you. It is the biggest weight off your shoulder. You can legit rip it up into tiny little pieces afterwards. Burn it if you want. But just to let that out, I know people who keep a notepad in their car. So when they do get stressed and they're like, I can't drive right now. I need to pull over, write what's on my mind, then start driving again. And their head is so much clearer. Also, do a little bit of self-care. I thought you were going to say do a leap. <laughs> do a little do a leap. <laughs> Why not? Chuck her on. <laughs> do a little do a leap and do some self-care. Maybe have a nice long shower. Some colouring in. Mm. I do find colouring in a little bit stressful though, but some stay people... Stay in the lines. Yes, stay in lines. If I go out, if I go out of the lines... Game over. That, I'm chucking that whole book out. Yeah, no. Don't even care. I can't look at it. Anyway, so just do something that makes you feel satisfied. Yeah. Reorganize your closet. Mm. If that, I know it's a bit uncomfortable and you don't really want to do it at first, but do something that makes you feel whole. Or Meditate. Just sleep. Just sleep. Sleep. Sleep it off. Boy. That's great. That's a good one for That's me. That's a good. That's also great when you're angry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, I, I swear by just sleep it off and see what you think about it in the morning because mm. you don't have those built-up emotions in you anymore so you can think clearly. Because mm. your worst mistakes when you're angry is the moment it happens. Yeah. It's you'll say something, do something irrationally and the next morning you'll think back and be like, Damn, why did I do that? That was so stupid. I have a question. Yeah. Does fear make you procrastinate? Oh, that's a really good Does fear make me procrastinate? I don't know. Think, like, actually, maybe a little bit. I think it does for me. If, say, I'm scared and I feel like someone's, like, following me, just, like, surreal event. While I'm walking down the street, I'm going to procrastinate. Do I want to go left or right? I'll think in my mind, faster to home, faster to shop, Mm. somewhere where there's people around. And that's all I think. And as soon as I hit the corner, that one of them, I'll just go. I'll just, I'll think as soon as, whatever. I'll just think, which one do I know is closer? Yeah. Like, but then when I'm walking down the street... Say I'm walk- I decide to walk to the shop because it's closer. Um, I think maybe I should have gone home. Maybe that person turned down this way as well. Maybe I need a my parents a home. So fear makes you overthink. Yeah, that's interesting because I feel like say I've got a speech that I have to do in school tomorrow. Yeah. I will either procrastinate it until the day, which doesn't really happen, or I'll overdo it and start doing it like two weeks before. Mm. It just depends on my emotions at the moment. Mm. Because I feel like if you set in your mind 
oh, this this isn't much, this isn't that bad, like, it's just a little speech. You'll wait it out until it's nearly about to be due. But if you really, really are scared about it, you will want everything to go perfectly. You will try everything in your will to make it go perfectly. Perfect, yeah. So, fear can genuinely cause procrastination by serving as a powerful emotional tyrant. Yeah, well, moral of the story. I get overwhelmed when I have fear. Fear, yeah. Yeah. I just think about nothing when I have fear. I think that some people live for fear, though. Oh, 100%. People are watching movies. They love the adrenaline. It's crazy to think that we make ourselves go through psychological pain because we want to. Let's think about that for a second. It's addictive. People feel addicted to it. Why would we do that to ourselves? Who knows? We watch horror entertainment because it comes with a boost of adrenaline, endorphins, and and dopamine. And dopamine, for those who don't know, is like a happy hormone. It's like after you exercise, you feel unstoppable. Those are your endorphins and dopamine speaking. Yeah. It's like exhilarating for some people. Like, as you said, like, it releases dopamine into the brain and gets people exhilarated. As a result, some people put themselves in those positions to be in a scary situation. For example, people go bull riding oh yeah that's, that's a good example that's scary situation because you don't know what could happen to you or like skydiving race car driving mm-hmm. there's in the world there's so many possibilities for you to get hurt and so many scary situations that we put ourselves in every day yeah i'm just trying to think of what we put ourselves through today but i don't think we did anything oh telling people about a podcast Oh, that yeah. might be a scary situation for us because we don't know if people are going to think, oh, it's a great idea. Like, that's amazing for you. Or some people might be like, oh, that's so weird. Like, you guys are so weird. Like, mm. it's scary feeling to get hated on for it. It's a scary feeling not knowing what someone's interpretation of what you are doing is going to be because... We all unconsciously or consciously, we all believe to some extent what people tell us about ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. So to have people's... Judgment. Judgment. So that's scary. Put, we're putting ourselves through that. These, this whole time making this podcast, thinking in the back of my mind, because I know it definitely was in the back of my mind. I'm not sure about yours, but it wasn't mine. The judgment that people are going to give us about talking about this podcast. The only thing that's getting me to look at it at a different aspect is that we're taking a risk here. And the only way you grow as a person and you learn is through mistakes. Yeah. And is through putting yourself out there. 
So we're doing something better than someone who's sitting at home doing nothing and critiquing us. Mm. Fear can also really disturb one's sleep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot. If you've got a big event the next day, chances are you're not going to sleep well. You'll have your adrenaline already pumping through your body. That's why it's so hard to get to sleep. Mm. You feel like you're never going to get to sleep. And things are racing through your mind. Yeah, you're overthinking. The thought of like editing up badly, tripping on stage, if you got to go on stage or something to talk or something, anything. And the thoughts that are going through your head, 80% of them are bad. Are bad. Yeah. No, more. More 90%. Than, yeah. 90 to 10. Your, your 10% is you're hoping of something that is going to go well. Yeah. But 90% is all the things that could possibly go wrong. Yeah. And if you're thinking this deep into it, you're probably already the most prepared you could be if you're going to think about all the other things. And you've probably practiced and practiced and practiced if you're feeling this scared. If you haven't practiced enough and you're scared... You should be. It's a normal response. But I feel like if you haven't practiced and you haven't studied or rehearsed that means you know you're going to fail and you're not as stressed about it i feel that when i don't study or if i don't put my 100 percent all in i'm like it is what it is i can learn from this it's okay yeah it's a building block but when i've studied it's because you've put so much energy and time into it that you're so nervous that you've wasted all that yeah energy and time yeah okay going back on the topic of why people like like drawn to scary things i just searched up and it says it's a combination of adrenaline rush and an opportunity to learn how to deal with scary situations in a safe environment scaring yourself putting like watching a movie in your own home, you're putting yourself, your safe environment, into a scary situation. That's so true. Yeah. And you kind of do think afterwards, now I have a sort of idea of what to do if I was in that situation. Yeah. Or you learn from what the characters didn't do that you're like, why didn't the character run then? Yeah. That is so dumb. Yes. Like, you're attacking what they did only because you're thinking in your mind, I what would, would I do? Yeah, exactly. And But the thing is, you might not do that in that situation. You might freeze. Yeah, you never know. You might freeze up or you might do what you're thinking, like you're fighting, or you might fly. Mm. So... I think everyone is scared of what they can't control. Yeah. I think that's the big just element of fear. They're all things that you can't control. I think we need to focus on things that we can control. Yeah. We can control how hard we work. 
Yeah. We can control what time we go to bed. <laughs> we were talking about this earlier before today <laughs> at lunch. If you use your energy that you're using of thinking about what you can't control into what you can control, your percentage of failure will be very... <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. So I think that you should do at least one thing that scares you each day even if it doesn't have a good outcome at least you know now because you will for the rest of your life be fearing things that you are scared of if you've already ticked them off guess what you won't be fearing them anymore <laughs> sorry this is off topic as well i just found out that because i searched it on my phone that people with trauma enjoy horror movies because the films rev up their body's sympathetic nervous system, including stress and anxiety. In some, the stress is a welcome thrill. Payoff comes when the movie is over. When the movie has ended, you're like so relieved. You're not on edge anymore, and that like. And do you know what I also think is very interesting? How some people are already more on edge than other people so i've also got another piece of information it's the yerks dodson law and performance it is basically your arousal level against your performance quality there is an optimal level right in between your your boredom and your high anxiety so for example, right before basketball game, there's two types of people. There's a person who already is feeling anxious, already has worked themselves up. Their heart rate is going. They don't want to muck up. They don't want to pass to the wrong person. They want to get all their goals. They're already thinking about this. They're already overthinking. Their blood is pumping, high blood pressure, high heart rate, their adrenaline is in their system. Then there's the other person. The other other person is as chill as can be. They're probably too chill. They're not taking things seriously. Here is when the coach comes in. If a coach screams at these two players, it will only benefit one. The player who is right now pretty chill. When they get screamed at, by their coach their adrenaline will go up and they will then be at the optimal level of arousal against performance so versus the other person who is already over this arc and is already stressed as can be you're basically pushing them off a roof if you start screaming at them they already know that they need to do well they're scared now yeah so you do not scream at them they could freeze up now Mm -hmm. like they've already put enough pressure on themselves so to combat that you need different coaching styles for different students i have a personal story about that rowing our well our coach wouldn't yell at us she would talk to us nicely and calmly and say like good job 
and stuff like that, you know. And it worked well. And then when we got in the boat, the girls would start screaming, like, you got this, like, go girls, like, blah, blah, blah. I worked better being yelled at. I, but not badly yelled at. Some people yell at you, like, you've been doing, like, so shit before. Like, you better do better this time. No, I can't do that. If you're going to tell me that I was bad and I'm doing bad, I'm not going to push myself further than that. I'm not. Yeah. I'll probably just quit. But, like, stay the same and just ignore you. But if you yell at me and say, like, you're doing so good, I'll push harder. Compared to a person who loves being told that they're crap because then they have something to work towards and to prove themselves. It's just different people. Yeah. So keep that in mind the next time you are yelling at someone. Yes. And you might not know what type of person they are. So just be wary. Yeah. Um, anyways. Thank you guys so much for sticking around. I hope you got some scientific facts out of that that you can go flex on everyone and act like you're smarter because you are yeah feel free to dm us on our instagram and give us recommendations for new episodes questions and stories you want us to say or tell or answer thank you guys so much we will see you for the next episode see ya bye 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 bye